Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Talk Epilepsy podcast, brought to you by Epilepsy Scotland. Purple Day occurs each year on the 26th of March and is a time where tens of thousands of people around the globe will come together physically and digitally to start conversations about epilepsy, raise awareness of the condition and fundraise. Created by Cassidy Megan in 2008, Purple Day is an International Epilepsy Awareness Day motivated by our own challenges with epilepsy. To help raise awareness of epilepsy, our volunteers Dave and Amy have shared their experiences of living with the condition, the challenges they have both faced, and how important awareness days like Purple Day are to help promote awareness of epilepsy. First, I talked to Dave who has been living with epilepsy for 38 years. We began by asking how he felt when he was first diagnosed. Um, devastated. Um, like I say, I was 17 years old. Um, I, I had I had plans for the future. Um, I was set to become a fireman. Um, it had been an ambition of mine. Um, I was 17, I was coming up for 18. I was ready to, to more or less start. I'd been through medicals, things like that. Um, and then I had some alcohol on a works night out. And my first seizure came. Um, yeah, it, it completely devastated me at the time. I, th- I thought my life was over. Um, and I, I, I had um, quite a long period of adjustment where I had to, I had to re, replan my whole life, really. Um, um, so I went. I went from feeling devastated to feeling more determined. That 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 this thing that I knew nothing about at this point. I'd, I'd heard the epilepsy, but I'd never known anybody that had it, or never experienced it. So it, it was it was um, it was scary, but at the same time, I, I sort of made it. I turned it into a project. It was the only way I could really deal with it. So I, I went on to learn as much as I could about um, epilepsy and seizures and um, how to manage them. Um, so that feeling of devastation and fear went more to a feeling of determination and strength. Yeah. Uh, what type of seizures do you have and how does it affect you? Um, well, I have, I have three types at the moment. Um, I have the myclonic jerks, which happen all day throughout the day and don't really cause me any any ill effect other than they're quite annoying. Um, I can throw things across the room sometimes, that sort of thing, Uh, drop a cup of tea, you know, things like that, but they they don't affect me physically to any great extent. Um, I also have um, focal seizures where I'm... um, I'm unaware that they're happening. I'm unaware that they're going to happen. Um, so they're quite scary. Um, I can also, like, I can have them probably most days. Um, there are days that I don't have them. But when they do come, they come in, they tend to come in clusters. So if I have one, there's a good chance I'll have 10. You know, it, it, it can be that bad. Um the focal seizures, I have more of them than I do any other um, of the of the other seizures, sorry. Um, and I also have uh, tonic-clonic, so that's the, 
the one that most people will recognise. Um, I have them maybe once or twice a month. Um, and and the, the, they're the ones that affect me the, the, the most. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the focus is if I have my cluster period, um, I sometimes need to use an emergency med to stop them. Um, and and that is more has more effect on me than the actual seizures, mm -hmm. as as in the, it exhausts me. So mm -hmm. I take the emergency med and I sleep for easily eighteen hours. Um, the tonic clonics, again, I need to sleep after it. Um, when they happen, they're they're very tiring and and they can be somewhat painful. Um, I'm forever cuts, bruises heart muscles, so head, yeah. um, and, and again, they exhaust me. So I, if, if, when I do have a tonic-clonic, sleep's the only option for me. Um, I, I don't have a choice in the matter. I just fall asleep. Yeah. Um, what challenges have you faced since being diagnosed? <sighs> That's a tough one. I, I suppose I, like your whole life becomes a challenge yeah. um, because of the unpredictable nature um, of, of my seizures is that you know even simple things are a challenge um making a meal is something that I, that I can't do unsupervised um so i have to use microwaves and you know some simple cooking like that if there's nobody here to supervise i i, I can't use a cooker just just in case i do have a seizure and boom you know right onto it um again even even with the the using the microwave and stuff like what one one of the, the the side effects of the seizures and i think the medication is memory so um, i may be cooking something and then completely forget that I was cooking that something so a lot of food wasted um the the, the other challenges for me is actually um going outside um like I, I tend not to go out on my own unless i really really have to um Again, because of the unpredictable nature that that it, it, the anxiety around going out, um, it, in case you do have a seizure, is is horrible. So I, I have a lot of um, trying to persuade myself to go out when I need to do something, and I have to sort of talk myself through it um, and and overcome the anxiety, the anxiety around it that way. Um, once I am out and about, that that again is a challenge because um, that that anxiety continues. But also, if you on the occasions that I have had seizures outside, I've had some horrible negative reactions. So again, that's a challenge. Is is, is not so much how you deal with it, but how other people deal with it. Um, and it, it is getting better. I mean, it's getting much better than it was thirty years ago, for example. Um, but it's still there's still some horrible things happen out there and that that just adds on to that that anxiety that fear of going out um, you know what what reaction are people going to have is it going to be negative again um i mean a couple of examples of that I, I had a seizure on a bus once and was told by a woman that people like me shouldn't get in public you know um i've been thrown out of a shop by security staff who thought i was drunk um, and I once woke up in a police cell because I was drunk or on drugs or anything but epilepsy was considered, you know. Um, so they, they, they're horrible challenges. 
Um, the, the, the other challenges around work is, is um, until a few years ago, I worked on like full-time basis. Um, I, I was a pub manager for many, many years. And then I went on to do um, support work where I worked with adults that had learning disabilities. Um, unfortunately, I had to stop that because my sales increased and it was, it was too dangerous for, for me and the people mm -hmm. I was working with for me to continue. Um, so that, that, that in itself is, is a challenge is that I, I want to work, I have the desire to work, um, I have the skills to do it, I just can't commit. It is um, going to an interview and telling an employer that I may be in twice a week. <laughs> you know, it's just I wouldn't employ me in that that circumstance. Um, so that that that's a huge challenge in itself. Um, other challenges are around again back in the house personal care. Um, I can't take a bath. I have to take a shower. Mm. And even then, I've got a risk assessed that is like I've had seizures today. Um, there's a chance more will come. So, you know, again, I, I need to try and be supervised while I do a simple thing like take a shower. Um, so, you know, that that in itself is 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 um, a challenge as well, yeah. Yeah, so um, around, around safety, I think safety is the biggest challenge for, for anything that I do. Um, just because I don't know if it's going to happen. So, you know, I, I don't drive. I've never been able to drive because I was 17 when first diagnosed. Um, and I, I, I won't ever drive. It's just, it's just something that I know it sounds like such a simple, small thing, like it's only driving. But when something's taken away from you through no choice, it becomes more desirable. Yeah. So, you know, it's like it's something that I like to experience. Yeah, another, yeah, another thing that is sort of taken away from you. Um, so I would say the biggest challenge is is everything. To be honest, it's just normal day to day things that people take for granted. I have to plan and think about and risk assess and you know and, and then do it. I would say that epilepsy is more than seizures. Um, do you feel that's in your experience? Absolutely, yeah. It's it's it, it's it's um it's the seizures, yeah. But I think they're just a small, a very small part. They're 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 the they're the catalyst for everything else. So there's the seizures. There's the recovering from the seizures. There's the um, like I say, risk assessing everything you do. Then um, there's the limitations that it puts on your life. The things you're, you 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 can't do even if you want to. Um, there's the there's the explaining it um, to people, which is sometimes a positive experience, quite often a negative experience. Um, I, I've been told by a family friend at a party that um, that I'd better not have a seizure there. That was his exact words. You better not have a seizure here, as if it's something you can you can control. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and it just isn't. Um, um, so it, it's all of that. It's the, it's the, not just seizures, but the limitations that the seizures cause. Um, because of them, they stop you doing 
is so so many things that you'd like to do, um, and there's there's the frustration around it as well of of not knowing is, is it going to come today. You know that's always in the back of my mind. Is the procedure there? Is it coming? Um, you know, so it's it's like the seizures are are horrible, like like absolutely horrible. But the 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 knock on effects of, of having them are worse, and as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. How important are awareness days like Purple Day to sort of help raise awareness of epilepsy? I think it's extremely important. Um, like I say, people people. It's got a lot better, but people still have very negative reactions and there, there's still a lack of understanding. Um, majority of people think that you, you, you have a seizure, they automatically think of a tonic-clonic. Um, and and they, they, they think you have a seizure and then you can just get up and get on with it and that's it. You know, oh, you had a seizure, you're fine, now you're awake, so what's the issue? You know. Um, so things like Purple Day to raise that awareness and to educate, um, I, I think it's vital. It's, it, it might be the only day in the year that some people pay any attention to epilepsy. Because like everything else, if you're not affected directly by it, you tend not to show a great deal of interest in it. You know, I, I don't know an awful lot about asthma, for example, because, uh, you know, it has no effect on my life. But if I... And as my awareness day turns up, I'll read about it, I'll look into it, you know. Um, so I think I think education is is vital for for people that, that have epilepsy, but also for people that, that that don't have, but they may experience it in their family one day. So if they if they look at something on Purple Day, the then one of their family members is diagnosed, they're like, I remember that, I can go back to that resource. I remember Epilepsy Scotland doing a thing, so I can go back and see them, you know. Um, so I think even if the people that don't pay a great deal of attention at the time, um, it, it certainly it puts enough awareness into, awareness into their mind that if they do see somebody having a seizure in the street, they might second guess it is a seizure as opposed to assuming that it's alcohol or drugs or yeah. some other form of illness. So, so yeah, I, I would say that the days like Purple Day are vital. Absolutely. What would you say to someone who has been recently diagnosed with epilepsy? First thing is not to panic. Um, it, 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 it seems like it's life ending, it's not, it's life changing, but you can adapt your life and you can still live a really good full life. Um, you, you, I mean, it, it, the best thing I, I would advise to do is, is to is to learn to learn as much as you can about epilepsy and in particular your own epilepsy um, so so learn the patterns to your your seizures learn the triggers um, um, take your medication regularly whether you think it's working or not um, I'm, I'm med resistant but I still take I think it's about four and a half thousand milligrams a day three different medications. And, and I'll keep taking that in the hope that maybe they're stopping one seizure. You know, they might not stop all my seizures, but they could be limiting them. Um, so I would, I would advise, like, to take your medication as well on a regular basis. Um, get plenty of sleep. Try and keep as fit as you can. 
um, eat regular and drink plenty of water, keep yourself hydrated. It sounds like really simple things, but they all make a, a big difference to, to whether you have seizures and also how you handle them. So the way I look at it, the fitter and stronger I am, the more equipped I am to deal with the bigger seizures um, and that I can uh, bounce back quicker. Um, and the, the, also try and get yourself a support network, even if it's just one or two people that you trust, people that you've got that, that you can phone or that will phone you if, you've, if they've not heard. You know, I, I have backups in place of people, like people haven't heard from me. My partner has a key from a flat and one of my best friends has a key from the flat. And they both, on a daily basis, if they don't hear from me, will get in contact and, you know, make sure I'm okay. Um, so I think it's, it's really important to have that in your life as well, if you can, if it's possible. And also make use of resources that are out there. Don't be shy to approach um, like um, organisations like Epilepsy Scotland and there's, there's others out there as well. Like, don't be shy to approach. It's it's scary, but but when you do, you find that the people that are there, that's why they're there. They want to help. They want to speak to you. Um, so, yeah, that, that would be my best advice for, for anybody recently diagnosed. Next, I talked to Amy, who was first diagnosed with epilepsy when she was 10 years old. I began by asking where she had her first seizure and how she felt afterwards. On our train with mom. How did you feel, feel after the seizure? Did you know what was sort of going on? Or? Um, no, it was uh, there was a nurse that was like kind of got me into the recovery position and said you've had a seizure, and an ambulance is on its way. And I, like, I didn't even know where my mum was or anything. Did they sort of diagnose you sort of straight away or was it...? No, it was quite a few months after that. I want to say it was like a year after that. Yeah. Uh, what type of seizures do you have and how does it affect you? Seizures and like <laughs> just main normal like seizures. How does it sort of affect you? Do you feel sort of tired afterwards or? The normal seizures, I feel tired after it. Absent seizures, it's like I can't remember what I've just said. I can't remember the conversation that I'm having with the person. Yeah. Sometimes I get a bit embarrassed about it, and then it's like you're going to be everything that I've just kind of said. How did that? But I'm at I'm at the point now where I'm getting to that age where I can deal with that, and I just say, look, I'm a, I'm epileptic. <laughs> This is what I deal with every single day. Yeah. Did it take you sort of, a long time to sort of feel confident to sort of talk to other people about your epilepsy? Or? Um. Yeah, because 
I went into school for a bit and I didn't tell people. I told like close friends, I didn't tell. Like, I didn't tell like teachers or anything. <laughs> but like, it, I feel like epilepsy Scotland is kind of like the first, like, main thing that I've done to like open up fully with it. And like, that kind of helped me be like, more open with my teachers as well because now I just go in there and I'm like, well, I'm epileptic. Like, this is what you should be doing to help me. Do you feel, what sort of kind of support do you receive from your teachers? Like, sometimes if a projector's like annoying my eyes, because sometimes I feel like that annoys my eyes, I'll say, can you please print that off? Like, that's annoying. Um, if it's maybe two or three days after my seizure and I've came back in, I won't do PE. Like, that's just, I won't go there. <laughs> um, they just let me sit out and do the written work. Um, they, do, they do everything at a slower pace. I'm allowed to sit up at the support for learning base as well for all my tests. And they help me up there. Yeah. So. Um, what sort of challenges, what sort of, do you feel is sort of the biggest challenge that you face since being diagnosed? The biggest challenge I would feel for myself is going out, like, in public. Yeah. Because you do not know what's going to happen. Does that I feel like that's, that's for everyone. How do you sort of feel with that? Do you feel sort of anxiety about going out? How do you sort of manage that? Yeah, like it is kind of like anxiety because it's like I'm not with my I'm not with my mum. I'm with like people that do not know how to like. I'm not with my mum. I'm not with my stepdad. I don't know how to deal with like they don't know how to deal with that situation. Yeah. Like so, if I fall and I've like hit my head on like this concrete floor what are they going to do yeah. <laughs> and the last one like I, luckily I was still on my phone at the time and a stranger seen me but I was by myself like that that's just giving me the fear now like I won't I won't go out the house by myself now Because that, that just scares me. Do you feel that sort of having a place has stopped you sort of doing what you wanted to do if there's sort of independent side of it? I feel like I've still got independence. It's just doing stuff by myself to an extent. Like going out without my mum or going out without a friend or... I always question it, like, what what if this happens? Like, I've always got my location on my phone. I've always got my phone turned on. Like, I'll always answer my mum, like, in case she gets worried, like, when I'm out, because you never know. Yeah. We always say that epilepsy is sort of more than seizures, and there's more to sort of the condition um, than just yeah. seizures. Do you feel this has been your experience? I 
is a lot more than seizures. Like, there's doctor appointments, there's EG, EEG scans, I don't know if that's the right word. Um, like, all the different scans that you sit in for like two hours. Like, medication, like, the change of your medication from when you're like 10 to 16, if that's not right, and your weight's not right to compare to that medication, it's just not, it's not going to work. Like, everyone's like, oh, it's not, everything's just, oh, epilepsy, epilepsy, epilepsy. It's just your brainwaves. That's not what it is for. Like, it needs, everything needs to be calculated to a T or it's not going to work. Because it is, it is your brain. Um, how important do you feel sort of awareness days like Purple Day are to help raise awareness of epilepsy? I do think it is quite important because, like, I like I know myself. I've not like I know myself. I don't like pure like wear like a purple band or anything like that. I'm terrible for that. Right, but it's so important, like. If I was to see someone in the street that's got epilepsy, I'd be like, you need, you need to be more careful. Because yeah. there was someone in our school who recently got diagnosed with epilepsy, and I was like, do you even know what it is? Like, do, like have you researched it? Have you, like, dug into it a wee bit more? Have you, like... And she, she just said no to me, and I was like, go on to, like, this website, go on to that website go on to Eclipse Scotland, like, you need to do all these different things. Yeah. Because that's what will help you, because that's what I did. Because it, it was the fact that she didn't know what it is. That, like, if they don't know what it is, it's not going to help them. Yeah. Would you say that's sort of the first thing you would say to someone who has been recently diagnosed, like, find out? Yeah. Yeah, because that's what me and my mum did. I actually remember sat on the couch. I was like, I have no idea what this thing is, and I've just been diagnosed with it, and I was so fear of what it was. We sat on the couch, and we did all the research, and I was like, I hate this. And we sat on the couch, and we did all the research for it. Did, did that sort of make you feel better, once you sort of found out about it? I wouldn't say it made me feel better, but it made me feel like I knew... Like, it made me feel educated in it. Yeah. To be like, now see if I know someone with epilepsy, I can go to them and I can say, like, that's what you need to do, like, that's what that is. That's all we have time for today. A big thank you to Dave and Amy for joining me. For more information about epilepsy, please go to our website at epilepsyscotland.org.uk or follow us on social media. Thanks for listening and have a great day.